welcome to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio. Welcome to a new month. It is Sunday, May 2nd, 2021. Today begins a new month and a beautiful season of renewal. We'd like to thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast. Many are called, but few are chosen by our own sister Yida. If you still haven't heard it, I encourage you to give it a listen, as I just listened to it yesterday, and I must say it is full of importance. I am Sister Noelia, and want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We will never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to remain pure. We'd like to thank our support of music by GospelRiver.com, as well as some of the other independent artists who have contributed to our program throughout the year. You can find us on the Royal Kingdoms podcast here on Podbean, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, Listening Notes in LA, and our new addition to FM Player. Please download this and share it. Hit the like button and please encourage others to join to listen to these messages of our Lord God. The goal of our podcast is to provide you a consideration of the true Word of God and for you to consider Him and His soon coming return. So please download it and share it. And give it a like if you don't mind. Praise the Almighty King of all kings, and may He bless you today and forevermore. Remember, if you have not yet chosen our Lord Yeshua, Jesus Christ, consider and open your heart to Him today. There is a repentance prayer in Psalms 51, 1-17. through If you open your heart and come to Yeshua with a sincere and humble heart, the Lord will hear you and lift you up forevermore. Because when we surrender to Him, we open ourselves to an everlasting life with the living God that keeps all His promises. Hallelujah. We will begin with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Please, Lord, give us this day our daily bread, but forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Please lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We would like to thank Gospel River for the following Gleams of the Golden Morning.
Praise God and thank you for joining us today. This marks our 28th episode of Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio's podcast. And we're glad that you're joining us today. Today, our podcast is called Embracing God's Image. Today, we will talk about how the world is ever spinning the desires of man to the point of trying to erase the image of our living God. God created man in his own image, as is stated in the Bible. If you will turn with me to Genesis 1, 27 to 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominant over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. This is his code. This is his coded image for we humans and creatures on this earth. It's the Almighty's imprint within us. Therefore, I ask you to consider my following message and take heed all men of this earth. I recently encountered a strange conversation or discussion with a friend's nine-year-old son who outwardly has been expressing his love of girls and seeing them as his couple. It struck me odd that a nine-year-old would be so preoccupied with such ideas. The first commandment states, Thou shalt not serve any other god before me in Exodus 23. The Lord God demands us not to seek after idols or images of other gods. This is important because these idols drag us into obsessions and entrap us in desires. Now going back, a nine-year-old, just think about this, a nine-year-old has not fully developed in all attributes of the human body, for example, with his emotions and in wisdom, and in physical features. I encourage him not to worry about being with a couple, to enjoy his youth, and soon he would be more mature in the future of his life to consider these ideas again. He then told me that he wasn't gay, and I asked him, what did this have to do with him or girls? So he ended up being that another young boy in his class who was eight years old, kept after him about liking him and desiring to be his couple. So let's just stop and think about this for one moment, brethren. We have nine-year-olds and eight-year-olds having focus on preferences to genders, to ideas of partnership, and they haven't even passed elementary levels of basic school. My friend's son spoke in fear that it was understood that he preferred girls and that he didn't understand the eight-year-old or want unsolicited friendship as a gay partner or in that way. He looked at me in the eye and said, do you understand me? And I said, yes, I understand you. It is perfectly fine that you feel this way. There's nothing incorrect about not desiring that. It's completely perfect. I explained that this young boy is confused and to try to avoid this boy, but not to hate him about it. 
perhaps in a few months or a few weeks or a few years, he may change his perceptions, but he need not worry about this. My friend's son appeared to understand and with a sigh of relief. I'm going to say we go through desires throughout our lives depending on what experiences we've had. We all have some points that we've had struggled with with sexual sin and sins which lead us to more destructions here on the land and in our second death. There's also some children that are considering that they may be not either sex, calling themselves binary. All of this is alarming and I'm sounding the alarm today on this podcast. If you have never experienced a bird's eye view of how manipulating Satan's forces can be, some people claim they are born this way, and well, outwardly they display their compliance with their choice of image. Desire is compelling argument because it's almost as if we're unable to function without acting on it. It overrides our ability to act in righteousness. Born this way is, interestingly enough, can be linked back to a sin seated in us upon our birth because we carry generational sins from ancestors. If we look at Mount Sinai, when Moses presented the Ten Commandments, he was met with disdain. The people had not waited upon the news of the Lord God. They took it upon themselves to create and worship their own images through Baal, right in the crevice of that mountain. If we look to Genesis 18.20, And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, then we see a city eroded in sin, that Lot was sent with two angels, and instead of embracing them, the people who were drenched in sin wanted nothing more than to corrupt the angels with sexual desires, which brought the Lord God Almighty to anger. In both cases, the Lord shows little tolerance for evil acts against his kingdom. This is where we're all today. Fallen society is at stake of being destroyed by judgments. And I don't take this lightly, nor should anybody listening to this podcast today take this lightly. This is what is at stake. The Lord set his laws, and we are to abide in them. If we choose him and we wish for heaven to reign on this earth, then we must comply with these laws of God's kingdom. We are all sinners until our repentance and declaring Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, as our Redeemer, as our Savior over our lives. Jesus, Yeshua, is our lifeline to life itself. And when we embrace Him, we embrace life, period. That life is the real life that lives in our blood, hearts, mind, and souls. He delivers us peace, and this world only renders us tyranny and destruction. If we look to, you shall have no other gods before me, this is one commandment most of us don't think we ever break. We tend to think of an idol worshiper lying prostrate before a carved image. Yet the command is much broader than this. An idol is anything or anyone who takes the place of God in our lives. 
It is anything, an object, an idea, philosophy, habit, occupation, a sport, or a person. That is your primary concern. Or to any degree that decreases your trust and loyalty to God. Nothing is to be placed before the Lord. He must be supreme in our lives before everyone and everything else. The God of oneself. I hear this a lot in New Age religion and religions that are out there. They exchange the truth of God for a lie and they worship and they serve created things rather than the Creator. Certainly some people can worship their own likeness, but it is not limited to their physical bodies. For a practical purpose, they simply feel that the world revolves around them. They think about what is what they are going to do to get out of life. For example, they always want to come out on top. They want success at all costs, regardless of if it's at the cost of their faith, family, or friends. Then we're going to talk about the God of pleasure. These people they that are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is their shame, who set their mind on earthly things, and as it is stated in Philippians 3 18 to 19, the people who worship this God may be living for sexual, sensual pleasure. The problem is that this is once that you have tried a thing. You soon tire of it and want more. Then it becomes more perverse, more deviant, and unholy appetite that it cannot be satisfied legitimately. You can also see Ephesians 5 through 10. The God of possessions, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot have you cannot serve God and mammon, as it's stated in Matthew 6:24. If I have made uh, gold my hope or said, fine gold, you're my confidence and I have rejoiced because my wealth was great and because my hand gained much. This is also would be an inequity deserving of judgment for I have denied God who was above. And this is in Job 31, 24 through 25 and 28. Every man and woman is serving some type of God. And it is for this reason right now that we need to stop right now and look at this. This is very serious and and woe to you, city who does not listen today. Because we're falling as a society when we have eight and nine-year-olds considering being a couple. Not one of us was born unto this world, nor do we stand without sin. In fact, we also suffer from generational curses and soul ties. This is where we break the chain of darkness and repent for our sins, even those of our forefathers. This chain can only stop with us through Yeshua HaMashiach because He provided a way back to God's grace through atonement for our sins and by believing in Him, Yeshua, that He died for our sins. However, in this world that is ever-changing in values, opinions, desires, yes, desires, the law of God still remains to yesterday, today, and tomorrow. They never change, brethren. God's position for our lives never changes, and the law of this earth remains 
on this earth, but the laws of God transcends from generation to generation, never changing. If you have accepted the Lord God as your king through Yeshua HaMashiach, then you are following his commands and his ways for his ways are far superior than those to any man, any human man. Hallelujah. If we go to any links to erase the code, the very code, the Lord God Almighty graciously placed in each of us, in every one of us, then we are rejecting our natural image of God, what He intended for us on this earth. If we look back to Genesis 1-28, through 28, God blessed Adam and Eve, and He told them to be fruitful and multiply. If He intended anything else, He would have provided it by His own hand, but He didn't. He provided a man and a woman to be fruitful. We have freedom, people, but this freedom comes with discernment and being prudent. If we partake in every table of wickedness, then we will be entrapped and not be able to see clearly our own faults, our own ruin, our own fall, both individually and in our society. We have the freedom to be righteous in our faith and love for the, God, for the Lord God Almighty by abiding in His commandments and His ways over our lives. It is there we gain full protection under God Almighty's and over any affliction that try to oppress us. Moreover, we as adults must step up and protect our children from confusion and wickedness. We must teach them about God and His commands, for those laws remain and it is up to us to uphold them and teach our children good from evil. Yes, evil folks. It was all explained in Samodom and Gomorrah, and Yeshua even explains it in. Through Corinthians 1, chapter 6, it says here, Know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolers, nor adulterers, nor infamite, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach and by the Spirit of our God. In Corinthians 1, chapter 6, number 9, Know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God. This is very important to continue to remember, that even though you may have come to God and you may have repented, you have to hold a line. you got to stay with uh, the laws of God and follow them. In Corinthians 1, 6, 18, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but that he committeth fornication, sinned against his own body. In Jude 1, 7, Even as Samarim and Gomorrah and the cities about them in the like manner given themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. In Romans 12, 1 through 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, 
which is your reasonable service. In John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and he is just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I will state this today, that none of us are or have been without sin, myself included. The Lord was merciful unto me in late 2014. He redeemed me from my plagues of sexual sin, my disobedience unto him, and my refusal to accept my faults until I realized who Yeshua HaMashiach was. And I made my commitment unto God Almighty through Yeshua HaMashiach as my personal Savior. I desired a relationship with the Lord God, our God. But I will tell you this, if you blackslide or you transgress, those demons will come back more powerful like sevenfold and weaken you to a point that your strength is so feeble that without the grace of God, we will not be able to survive it alone. It is God who can break the chains of our affliction and our uncleanliness. So once we become clean, we must remain clean and we must abide in our Lord God. Through Yeshua HaMashiach's blood, we are redeemed, both Gentiles and Jews alike, by recognizing He, the Lord God, through Yeshua HaMashiach's work on this earth and by His blood sacrifice for all our sins, every last one of them. The Lord is merciful. The Lord is gracious. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And this is why in Matthew seven thirteen through 14, we must remember that ye enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because the straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be find it. And sometimes we don't want to find it. Sometimes we want to look the other way. But I'm going to tell you something. Shameful is our society. Shameful is our society when our own children are falling into confusion. Shameful is our society who don't want to look at what is right and wrong. Because right and wrong still remains. That will never change. So again, we can overcome anything on this earth by the grace of God, but in order to overcome it, it requires our attention towards God's desires for us and His commands for our life. But it doesn't end there. We have to teach others about it beginning from our own children, our own families. If they listen, praise be to God. If they don't, well, it's always better to advise than to remain silent. That silent can be led to misinterpretations and confusions and ultimately to the gates of hell where we do not belong. But we will end up because we have refused the grace of God. Remember, the fight between good and evil is real and we are all a part of it, like, like it or not. But we can either be victims or live in the victory of righteousness. Praise be to the Almighty God. Hallelujah. If you will please turn to Matthew 21, 42. Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to the nation, bearing the fruits of it. 
That means if you abide by the nation, you will be given the kingdom of God. But if you do not abide by the nation, and 44, and whoever falls on this stone will be broken. But to whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Because this is the, this is the laws that were set by God. They're, they're stoned. Stone means it's not moving. The Lord is not moving. He does not move to society. We have to move to Him. We have to go by His way. It is not our way and we decide and we are the ones that mold ourselves and we're the ones that create all of these things and, and that is not how the Lord's kingdom works. It works that we abide by His laws and we partake in His rules. And when we don't do that, we're going to have judgment following us. It's going to fall over us, and it's going to grind us to powder. That is what the Lord says. It is said in the scripts. And it is going to take place very soon, because our society is unraveling day by day. And this is a wake-up call to everyone that's listening to this podcast. Please get your houses in order. Please get your families in order. Please get your children in order. Be prepared. Because the coming of God is at hand. His time is at hand. Every podcast that we're giving you is from the God's kingdom. And He's warning you. We're warning you. We're letting you know that every day you have, that you have on this earth, you're having a, a moment to set everything in order and be right with God. And it just doesn't mean just by ourselves, or solely for ourselves. It means for our families and for our children's. And for our neighbors and any child that is parentless, all of them, we have to consider our neighbor. We have to consider extending what is God's plan for everyone on this earth is to abide in him and to ring in his new kingdom on this earth. That is what our hope is. Every single day, that is our hope. And it's going to be fulfilled very soon. But there are going to be some that are going to be grind to powder because they do not wish to abide and they do not wish to follow his, goal, his rules for us. But they also are there to, to be as a stumbling block to us. And we have, to, we have to watch this and guard our children and guard our possessions, which is the temple of God. Ultimately, we all belong to the living God. But... Those who fail or wish not to seek his commands or seek his face, they will have their demise. But we do not need to allow they who are rebellious against God's kingdom to oppress those of us who choose not to go against God's kingdom. And those that are not going against God's kingdom and that are holding God's laws and His commands and abiding in Him, keep the faith. Keep the faith. The Lord is working day and night. He is working day and night to restore His kingdom. Don't you doubt it. Have the faith in God. And to encourage one another. Let's be encouraging one another. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and I, this is a, a near and dear podcast to me because we are in a perilous time right now. 
And I cannot stress how much we need to be bending our knees and not ceasing to pray every single day and not ceasing to put our life in order with the Lord. Thank you for tuning in today, and we will see you in the next podcast. We'd like to thank GospelRiver.com for the following, The Thou Hidden Love of God. Praise be to the living God. Thy Spirit Radio on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast here on Podbean. You can catch us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, FM Player, and Listening Notes in LA. We look for you in the next podcast. God bless you and have a great day.